Welcome everyone. This is Virginia Parsons, your hangout mentor and the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, where it is my passion and my purpose to provide you, the viewer, with a gold mine of entrepreneurial tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. And we have just that joining us in just a few minutes, Susan Finch. I can't wait to introduce you to her. Before we get started, I want to just say thank you for being here. I know your time is valuable, and I value that you're taking the time to come and join us for what I think are going to be some very valuable tips. And you know how important it is to me that you take action on the things that you're learning here. Well, one of the actions I'm going to ask you to take is to let us know where you're hanging out from. So go ahead and type in the comment section where you're hanging out from and how you're doing. You know, I also want to create a collaborative of inspirational businessmen and businesswomen, of course. And so let us know what your passion is so we can all get to know each other. Also, remember, we will have an after show. So after we stop the broadcast, if you want to come in and join us, say hi to Susan and myself. We would love that. And feel free, post any questions in the comment section, and we'll be sure to get to those during the show or for sure after the broadcast if you're viewing the replay mode. So thank you once again for being here. Today's show is sponsored by Hangout-Marketing.com, where you can receive a free Hangout Marketing Assessment. Now that assessment's only going to take you a couple of minutes and what it does is measure your skill set and your knowledge base in using Hangouts on Air to brand, grow, and market your business. So go ahead and take advantage of that by texting the word SUCCESS, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 307-269-2040. And you may even qualify for a free strategy session with me where we'll sit down and really talk about your business and how you can use Hangouts to get the exposure and the recognition that you deserve. So go ahead and take advantage of that, won't you? Now today, we are going to be talking to Susan Finch. And Susan Finch is what I call, in fond terms, and actually she uses this term, the Geek Speak Guide. She helps you turn Geek Speak into plain English. She, of course, is the CEO of Susan Finch uh, Solutions, and that provides web solutions, social media setups, and branding graphics, and a whole lot more to help you get out there with your content and let the world know what you're all about in creative ways. So today, what are we doing? We're talking about creative content strategies to grow your business, and we have three hot topics we're going to discuss. The first one is evaluating the why of your marketing dollars. I think you're going to find this very interesting in a strategy I hadn't really thought much of before Susan brought it to my attention. Secondly, we're going to talk about communicating your story with clarity so that you reach your ideal audience and that's what it's all about is reaching the right people for you. Finally, we'll talk about some top strategies so you can look and sound great online. So, so Susan, go ahead and unmute yourself and come in and say hi to our audience, won't you? Well, hello everyone. I'm so glad to be here, Virginia. Thank you. And I get to meet a lot of new people through your audience. So welcome and I'm so glad that you're here all. Well, thank you. And I'm so glad you, you made it. Susan had to make a little emergency room trip today. And look at this. She's back and glowing. So, hey, take care of that arm, Susan. We're so glad you could join us in spite of that. <laughs> Yeah, word, word two of advice, if you trip on the dog, you might want to go to the doctor the first night. <laughs> 
I'm so sorry. How's your dog, by the way? Oh, she didn't even care. She was more worried that I was upset and on the floor sobbing. It was Yvonne Hyman who was face down on my phone at the time through a hangout. Oh. Hang out chat. She's like, what's the matter? I can only see carpet. What's the matter? What's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good that you can laugh about it now, but yeah, take, take advantage of going to the, to the emergency room when you need to maybe not put it off and it might heal faster, but you're looking great. There's no sign of it at all on the show. So <laughs> you're doing terrific. Hey, let's start with some background, Susan, because you have quite a background. What, 25 years? that you've been working in the marketing field, content marketing? Yep, I started out in my teens working for a marine products importer and distributor. We imported engines, inflatable boats like the Coast Guard uses, windlasses, anchors, you name it. And I learned how to make catalogs, do bulk mailings, folks. I knew all the zip codes across the country at a glance. <laughs> Um, government mailings and different things, but I learned also how to market at trade shows and how to market to specific clients when we had a deal or an overage of something. So, you know, really listening to them, but that's where I got my feet wet. And then from there, I went to work for their ad agency because they wanted me. Well, I don't know. That's about a mess of trivia on zip codes I would not want to be storing <laughs> in my brain. I hope you let go of that. <laughs> well, I actually, no, it's still there. <laughs> Well, all right. I hope you make good use of it. <laughs> hey, let's let's talk a little bit about Binky Patrol too. I'm just so you know, I love when businesses can give back in some way, make a social contribution. And it it sounds like you did Binky Patrol actually quite a while ago, and it's still um, in process. Tell the viewers a little bit about that. Sure, Binky Patrol is a 501c3, an all volunteer organization. I started, and I've kept it that way. There are no paid staff members at all. We make blankets for kids that are ill and abused across the country and we give them away. That's it. So if you are a child that maybe your mother is going through cancer treatment and you're terrified something's going to happen to her, you need a binky. Maybe you're a kid in transition or a runaway. Maybe there's been abuse in your house and you're left there holding the bag with the younger siblings. You need a binky and the little siblings do. We look for those invisible kids the kids and teens that are always overlooked in school and they just try and stay under the radar, that's who we want to find and give the blankets to. So they know somebody's caring about them, that they're loved, that they're important, that they aren't forgotten. And so I started this when I was in another business of mine. I started owning my own businesses in 1989. And one of them I was just so done with. It was just part of my life I was done with. <laughs> it was a retail art gallery. And I wanted to volunteer and do something to get outside myself. And my schedule, owning a retail business, any of you that own a retail business, you know you're there on the weekends, you're there at night, you live and breathe it. And it's hard to even have a social life outside of that. So to make time to volunteer was very difficult. So I decided to come up with a solution that anybody in my situation could volunteer whenever they wanted to. From home, I didn't care. And they could still make a difference. So that's what inspired me to start Binky Patrol. I love that. And didn't you say you even got that mentioned on the Oprah? Was it the show or the magazine? No, it was on her show. She didn't, she didn't have the magazine yet. That's how old oh. this was. <laughs> this is 96. Okay. And it got mentioned on her show a month after I had four volunteers. Our local paper put a little blurb in about this big. And her folks were scouring it during that time. AIDS awareness was huge. And AIDS awareness for children was even bigger 
because that was, you know, that was the easier thing to not judge at that time when everybody's still being all judgy about it. And so they picked up the fact that I gave to children with AIDS or HIV positive. And so they, all they did is put my photo on the blanket and my phone number because there wasn't email for me at the time. And they, the phones rang off the hook in every time zone. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? It oh, is. and, and doing so much good and continuing to do that good. So I love that. And by the way, in the event description, there is a link to Bingy Patrol. So if you have someone you think you want to support in this way, Susan's a great one to do it with. And we really appreciate your service in that regard, Susan. Thank you. Um, also a great example of getting content out there, marketing information. And so that is the whole topic of today's show. And we're going to start with what I call our hot topics. And the worst first one has to do with the why. The why of your marketing and dollars, how you evaluate them, how you ask the question appropriately to make sure you're using your marketing dollars effectively. So go ahead and, and let us know, how should we be asking these questions? When, where, and why? <laughs> I'm constantly surprised by especially small business owners more than large small solopreneurs and startup businesses where they haven't owned their own businesses before they don't even know who their ideal client is or they think they do but they're way off base and so knowing you know first identifying not only who is your current maybe you already have customers good for you do you like them I mean, it, it's okay to be honest very quietly behind, don't tell anybody, but to say, I don't really like those clients. Um, I want better clients. That's okay. But you need to identify them. What is your better client? And you might be shocked if you get really honest. And again, you don't have to tell anybody, but maybe your best friend or maybe your mentor, because some of it's going to reveal a lot about you. But when you're totally honest and you can hone it down to a little recipe when you run across a potential customer that's outside that box, you notice that that's really not the direction I want to go because I've had that kind of client before and it's not very fun and it's not very productive and it's not very profitable. So maybe I don't want to go down that path and expend that energy unless it's handed to you on a platter with the keys and everything attached and a check. But beyond that, you may want to be a little more particular. So let's assume you do have that customer. You know who you want. You know who their audience is. Now you got to figure out where are they? Where do they hang out? Are they always on LinkedIn? Have they embraced the Google? And they're over here on Google Plus. Are they Twitter fiends? Are they only at events in local venues? Because it's a local client base that you're looking for, people that you can actually meet in person only. You need to know where they are because you're not going to force them to come to where you are. Trust me. You need to go where they are, get to know their interests, and see how much it aligns. Sometimes it will. A great example, years ago I had a PR client who actually started out supplying Binky Patrol with food at our events. Wahoo's Fish Taco, which is in many states. They're amazing guys. Their event marketing was, you know, this is going back to the 80s that they started, and they aligned themselves with local sports companies, local bicycle, skateboard manufacturers and the like, but they also aligned themselves with a charity. They got to know the people at Chalk Hospital and, and they're the padrinos, which is like their board of all these business owners and the queen of hearts, which are women business owners and the wives of these men and these CEOs and things. And they, they found a common heart 
it made it easy for all of them to support each other because they knew what was at their core. So again, these are very private questions. You got to know what's at your core and you might not like it. It might be some things about you that maybe you're kind of a weasel and that, yeah, it's okay, but you got to find out that you're like people to hang with because you will never align and they will constantly be looking at you like, what's wrong with you? So you got to make sure that you align with your audience. It makes it a lot easier to get the sale and advocates and recommendations and everything else to lead to more business of the same kind of people. I get it. And, and you know, we don't think that much about alignment, although we think about our ideal audience, but you're, you're taking it further. You're taking it into alignment with other businesses, um, other what we would call a strategic alliances, in addition yes. to just thinking about your own uh, ideal audience, correct? Correct. Because I even liken that to strategic volunteering. It has to fit. Otherwise, people will sniff out the phonies. And you will get resentful. You will not succeed in making good connections. And you will sniff out the phonies, too. You will know the ones that are really in there for the right reasons and the ones that are in there just to use the group to get to what they want. So again, it, it comes to that self-evaluation and that honesty all the way deep down and sometimes looking at your ugly sides too to see what doesn't fit. And you know, let's, let's not be naive. There are racial biases, there are religious biases, there are gender biases. We're all trying to be perfect and not have any biases towards anything. But reality is we have different comfort zones based on our life experiences and people that we have met and dealt with in the past. And it all comes together to form the truth of who we are and where we need to settle in and accept the fact that this is where I'm most comfortable. Well, and that's really critical. Um, paying attention to how you feel in this relationship and as a result saying, this is the right place for me to be. And that's right. where you're going to excel. Yeah. So good question. The why. The why you're doing it. Why you're spending your marketing dollars the way you are and where you are in order to get the best results. Love that, Susan. Thank you. I've not you know, really heard that concept discussed before, and it makes perfect sense. Um, I'm going to pause for a moment because I see that we... <laughs> hey, just so you all know, in the background today, before uh, we started the show, we ended up with a few glitches. You know, Google just made a few changes and all of a sudden there was no broadcast button for me to start this show. So we had to go into YouTube, just give you a little background. And so um, we had to create a new uh, YouTube event. So I'm going to, I didn't get it posted on the event page. So while I do that, Susan, you want to look through and say hi to a few people for me? Oh, sure. Man, we have a nice little crowd here. And I haven't yeah. met some of you. So if I butcher your names, <laughs> sorry. Um, Hans, I'm just going to go first names. I can say Hans. Hans, Julie, Jane, Tammy. You have a nice little group here. It's nice to have you all here. Thank you. So I, you know, I feel like when I was a kid, there was a show called Romper Room. And she held up, no, it's Hobo Kelly. Hobo Kelly held up this magnifying glass. And she would look through and she'd say, and I see Jeffrey and Julie. And, and all the kids, if they heard their name, oh, she's talking to me. So I know how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that too. 
All right. Well, we've got the we've got the video now on the event page as well. Sorry for that little hiccup, but I'm just glad we're broadcasting. I wasn't sure we would be for a while. So uh, thank you for joining us from wherever you are. I know we have people that come from around the world. I love it that you're taking your time to be here. You can watch it on the YouTube channel. You can watch it on the event page. And you know what? You can even watch it on my my app. If I can pull this up for you for a second, I have an app that's available for you that you can make sure that you don't miss any um, shows in the future. And it is, I'll pull it right up here in a second. Hang on. I got so many apps on my phone, it's kind of silly. Well, that's pretty cool. You've taken the time to develop an app for your content. That's smart. I do. I do. But of course. And I'm guessing too that you're on iTunes. I'm guessing. Do you have an iTunes channel? I do. I have an iTunes channel and I have um, an Android. So if you can see this, it's yep. called the it's called Hangout Mentor. All you have to do is go and search on iTunes or search on um, the uh, Google Play Store for Hangout Mentor. Download that free app and it's playing there. I hope it may not be because <laughs> the wrong link, isn't it? Oh, I love it. All right. Well, so it'll be there later after the show. I'll put the right link up. <laughs> Okay, Susan. So that's that's hangout. Uh, that's hangout technology for you. Sometimes it's hangout heaven. Sometimes it's a hangout horror story. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to um, the second hot topic, and that's communicating your story with clarity, so that you reach the ideal people that you really want to be reaching. Those people whose lives you can really impact in positive ways. So let's hear about your approach to this. How do we communicate our story? clearly well it, it goes back to identifying our story first and our mission because your everything you tell about your business and you at the core of it still agrees with your mission statement and if it doesn't it's this disconnect and fragmentation in all in all your posts because there isn't this clear it's like well what are they about oh is she about this is he about that is that company about this or that I'm confused so it all has to be able to drill down to restating that mission statement within everything that you do. So I think that's the first thing. It's that consistency so that people can understand that you have a clear message that matches in every venue. You might speak the Twitter language. You might speak the Pinterest post. You might, you know, do the Instagram meme. You might know it all in all your hashtags, but it all has to boil down to your mission statement. Well, and that's another uh, sign of alignment, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and, and everything that you do, that you're aligned with what your intention is, with what your passion, your mission is to express to your ideal audience. So that makes absolute sense. It so also keeps you, from well, it keeps you from wasting time and money. Good point. Yeah, and that, and that was the first hot topic is the why so that you yeah. do use your money effectively. All of this that I'm going to tell you is to help you use your money effectively. Because when you start to go down the little rabbit holes and, you know, digress down the, the path with the pretty things and the shiny things over here or the trendy things, whatever it is, or the hot topics in the news, if it veers you off that path of your mission statement and your core ideal audience that you are seeking, you're wasting your time and your money. Obviously. Obviously. It's not getting you where you want to be. It's not no. creating the results you desire. Yeah. 
So no, but the other piece of this too is that's great. You're laying all this groundwork and you do this content, you're starting to engage. But if you don't, con you know, for those of you that are fortunate enough to have larger teams, maybe you're part of a marketing team, maybe you have three people on your team that contribute to your efforts in one way or another. If everybody isn't staying on top of these same messages and resharing them, and restating them and enforcing the truth and the accuracy and the validity and the power and the knowledge, whatever it is you're spewing out there, it doesn't do you any good. It just falls. It falls to the floor and it's done. And so you haven't made the connection. You have, but you've dropped it. You got lazy. You said, I did it. Okay, I posted that. Okay, it's done. And you check it off your list not realizing that it's a, it's a continuous thing. It, and it isn't just, okay, I'm reinforcing our company's own message. But what's my, my alliance over here? My, my person, my potential customer, my you know, potential advocate, what's their message? And if I'm in alignment with them, I need to get behind that too. And tell them, I'm supporting you too. And I believe in what you're doing. Because suddenly now you're not just all about self-centered me. Social media, not me media. I love that. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, because, you know, uh, when I think about the fact that you put content out there, you're attempting to communicate with people. It doesn't do much good, does it, if there's not some kind of actual conversation or engagement going on with it. It's just, as you say, it becomes media instead of, you know, social media. Right. And I've even found on my own site, I've turned off comments because nothing I got was worthwhile. Where I get the good comments for me, and I've learned this from my audience, is on Twitter and LinkedIn for my content or on Google+. It's not on Instagram. It's not on Facebook. For me, it's not on Pinterest. But it's in those other venues. So I know where my folks, my target folks hang out and where they will engage in conversation with me. And I know, too, then, where I can go and show off what they're doing that's so great. And they will see it. And they'll know, that was really cool that she did that for us. I, you know, Jessica Duell does that for me all the time. When she sees that I have an initiative that I'm pushing or a thought or a rant, she is on it and pushing it for me. And it, it feels like she's got my back. And she is constantly pushing me out there that, look at her, she's great. And I feel so cherished and good and get more confidence and want to turn it around and if she doesn't have anything going I'll find another person to share that favor with well that's a beautiful way to do business um, and, and it is because you're supporting each other that's really the whole point of this show as well is to uplift support and provide valuable information and content and help pe people all collaborate with one another. I think it's a beautiful way to do business and I can't even imagine doing it the other way, although I guess some people do. There are some of those people that scratch and claw their way, you know, to yep. the top, but it's it's not, and, and I particular think it's not the way of most women doing business. I think that- Oh, I don't know. Oh, she got another side of it. Okay, well, I know that that exists. I guess I try to stay connected to the side that is supportive and uplifting and, um, builds relationships, which I think women do such a great job of, don't you? Sometimes. <laughs> go ahead. You can go there for a moment. It's allowed. <laughs> I also notice that women can suck the life out of you as far as engaging with no return. 
the feel goods, the pats on the backs and the hugs are really nice. Don't, don't get me wrong on that. They are appreciated. But if they are not, I can't spend all of my time giving all those hugs and kisses and things over the, over the Twitter and everything else. I can't because I've got to earn a living. And something has to, at some point, transform into dollars for me. And some women, and I will say it's women more than men that I have found, more women are out there for the feel good and gathering all this in. And they might soak in the knowledge. They might have very articulate things to say, and they give you wonderful thoughts. But they are in no way in a place to ever help you boost your business other than giving you pats on the back and make you feel good. So I have, I have to be careful with how much time I spend over there because I neglect sometimes over here and the ones that aren't quite as vocal about it. And I forget how strong some of those quieter relationships can be and deeper and less public. I've, I've just noticed that big difference. Well, and I think that's a really good point as well. And so you're saying, again, we're going back to the, the first topic and that is being discriminating and asking the why of the time that you invest, which is part of your marketing dollars. It is. Now I do, you know, every morning I set aside, and I've talked about this before with people that I set aside like 45 minutes for social volunteer and other types of time. That's when I go give those hugs. That's when I do all of that lifting, the reading, the sharing for no business gain. And then I have to cut it off because then I'm on the clock in my head. Now it's time to business time, time to everything is very, very purposeful. And it can be purposeful to make people feel good and for me to feel good and to share them and lift them up and say prayers for them and do all these things. But it doesn't translate into food on the table. So I have to cut that time off just like I do when I'm, you know, I don't go out drinking in the middle of the day. There's a thought. No, um, I don't go drinking out in the middle of the day because that takes away the productive, productive time. I save that for the weekends or I save that for a special case, you know. It's figuring out when can I do those things. I can't sit there and talk with my cousins or have them talk at me for two and a half hours like they like to do during the work day. Good. Very good points. Good. And it's about discrimination for sure. All right. Let's move on to the time's flying. I can't <laughs> it always does, especially when things get a little crazy and chaotic in the beginning. Uh, some top strategies. I know you have some that are, you're, you're going to share with the audience that they can take action on, and that's to make you look good and uh, sound great online. What are some top strategies we can take action on today? Let's start with some of the most basics that get forgotten. And that's your email signature. Don't overlink it. Don't put 15 links in it because you'll end up in a spam filter. But keep it current. If you're going to an event, if you're going to a conference, if you're going to speak, if you're going to be on a show, if you have a new initiative, put that link in there. And if you want to link to all your social media profiles, don't have 15 links to all of them. Who's going to click on that? Go to one. Get to know me better. And on that page is all the ways to connect with you. It's more efficient. It's easier to keep updated. I find I get people reacting because I change... I change quotations at the bottom of my email every week. I find funny quotes, I put them in there and people, it engages people in conversation. Some say they look forward to getting my emails, no matter what, for that reason. Your social media profiles, also forgotten. We set it up, we're told we need to set everything up. We need to have this, this, and this. I need Twitter, I need Instagram, I need Pinterest, I need LinkedIn, I need Facebook. Holy cow, how much time do you have to maintain all that? 
sometimes pick your top three to start. Maybe one, but pick three to start if you can. Review your profile. Does it still resonate with where you are today? Does the link you put in there, it doesn't just have to be to your home page. It's from Twitter. Have it linked to a page that's your site slash Twitter. And they go there and say, thanks for connecting with me from Twitter. You'll know where they came from if they've clicked on that link. It's a message for the tweet, you know, the tweets. And you can put your tweet feed in there. You can put other people's stuff in there. These are my favorite people I visit. These are my top engagers. These are my top topics. Make it a Twitter landing page welcoming them. Learn more about me from the top menu. If, they're, if you're on LinkedIn, holy cow, is that a big thing to fill in? How long do you want to have your job at the pizzeria on there? <laughs> yeah, good point. We have to outgrow some of our old stuff and discard them, especially if you don't want to do those things anymore. You can control all the little, you know how people recommend people for different, you were recommended for social media, marketing, and engagement. Okay, great. But what if you don't want to do those things? You can edit those, get them out of there. Only show what you want to do. Make sure to talk about your latest thing. You might, I was talking to a friend over the weekend. She had a show she was doing. She doesn't want to do it that way anymore. I said, archive it, make it a project. It doesn't have to be a job you work. It can be a project that you did once. Now I do a new project and I have these other three things going. Let people know that you are more than one dimension. I am more than owning my business. I also do these other things and I have my hands in other people's businesses. Give them an idea more of what you're about and capable of. So that's, you know, one more big, it's a most forgotten and underutilized thing on LinkedIn. Twitter, I'm going to say use list. I can't say it enough. Lists can be private or public. I choose private most of the time because I name them things like I name my Google Plus circles, things you wouldn't want to know. And, <laughs> and they aren't always for sharing. Sometimes they are. But most of the time, it's for me for my own reference. These are hot prospects. These are advocates. These are competitors. These are people, local people to engage with. These are my favorite restaurants. <laughs> And when you make a Twitter list, you can go and get a quick news feed of those folks only and advocate for them. Share their stuff. Check the link before you share it. Though, to make sure it doesn't take you anywhere awful. And so those are, those are my basic things is just to making sure you're current. Make sure your image is current. Did you know on LinkedIn, if you change your profile image, even if it's the same image and you just put it up again, it'll notify all the people that you're connected with that you put a new image up? I did not know that. Secret tip. <laughs> it's not a secret anymore. You all have it. You've heard it directly from Susan. I did give it that. a different give it a different file name. It can be the same image. Aha. Uh -huh. They'll and see you. It to people. Right. Very and clever. I just updated a whole mess of stuff on LinkedIn this past week. And um, you're right. I took some of that stuff off from the past that has nothing to do with who I am today. I don't know why people would care. I don't care. So, yeah, I think those are great tips. Thank you, Susan. And, you know, also the email tips. I like the idea of updating, first of all, the quote. How clever is that? And letting people have that as something to look forward to in your emails. Uh, so 
chances are they're going to stick with you rather than asking to be removed from the list because you're always providing something good for them to think about. And then um, making sure it's current. So adding current links to what's coming up. Great, great ideas. Wow, so lots to act on. Um, I want to just take a moment to um, just look through since Comment Tracker did not get up today with everything else going on. Thank you for joining us for a moment. I'm going to put a link into the event page that will invite you to come in to have say hi to Susan in just a moment. And uh, we won't be long because Susan's had already a big day, so <laughs> I don't want to do too much more trauma. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm fine. But we would love to the lawn. join us. But while I'm doing that, Susan, I'm just going to highlight you, and I'd like you to talk to people about how they can get more information from you or possibly be able to work with you. Just go to SusanFinch.com. Up at the top menu, there are lots of ways. You can see my rates. You can engage with me. You can talk about my new strategies for conferences and trade shows. I have lots of things up there. Have fun. There are free tips in my blog. I love giving away tips. And that's, well, that's, one, more, that's one more tip, though, for people. You guys are all smart in what you do. Did you know that? You forget how smart you are. Stuff that you just spew out of the top of your head because you do it all the time. We might not know how to do it. Make notes of it because you can share that later as an email marketing tip. Brilliant. And that's to um, re-emphasize that we all have our unique brilliance. We all have our gifts. We all have our knowledge. We all have our expertise. And someone out there is looking for that. Someone out there needs what you have to offer. And now with some of these valuable tips from Susan on content marketing strategies, on engagement, on using your marketing dollars wisely, your time wisely, being discriminating, updating your profiles, and making sure that what you're doing is engaging with the right people for the right results. You've got what I would say is a treasure chest of powerful uh, marketing ideas. I want to thank you, Susan, for being here with us today. I have posted in the comment section of the event page the link to join us on live. I, I hope that you will come in and say hi. I'm about to stop the broadcast. But before I do, any final thoughts, Susan, for the audience? Make sure that the message that other people see or the message is the message that you are actually presenting or think that you're presenting. Sometimes you might have to get an outsider to review it for you to make sure that, what are you saying? Make sure it makes sense and is in alignment with where you are today and where you want to be in a year. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I hope that you've all taken some notes today and that you're going to take this information and go apply it in your business. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great week, and I'll see you next week in the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Bye-bye now.